Money FM 89.3, the best of prime time. The demand for tech roles in Singapore is greater than ever. I think this is quite obvious, largely due, of course, to Singapore's status as a financial hub. Even as some companies lay off staff, others are hiring. According to a report by Skills Future Singapore on skills demand for the future economy, digitalization has indeed become a key driver of growth. In fact, the last two years of the pandemic-mandated lockdowns have made us more reliant on tech, right, than ever before, accelerating transfer. And that is pretty obvious. Employees and job seekers are also expected to pick up digital skills. You've got to be agile. You've got to be relevant. And I'm sure you're feeling the pressure as well. But what are the right skills to survive in the changing digital landscape? And what should you look out for if you're planning a mid-career switch to the tech industry? We're being joined now by Daphne Chu, Project Manager, Speech and Audio at TikTok. And Tio Xuechun, Data Warehouse Lead for TikTok Create marketplace. They're going to be talking to us more about their own transitions. Let's start with Daphne. Hi, Daphne. Hi, Marathi. Now, I understand that you made a career change at 40. You used to work at the Apex Secretariat. What exactly were you doing there? I was uh, facilitating programs in Apex Secretariat. Okay, so that had nothing to do with tech? Uh, no, nothing to do with tech. <laughs> okay, so now you are project manager, speech and audio at TikTok. It sounds like there are adjacencies because you said you were program executive at the Apex Secretariat. What made you decide to want to make the switch? Well, there's a thing that life begins at 40. So I was at a, cross, a crossroads uh, in the middle of pandemic. So when this opportunity came around, I didn't think long because I didn't want to have any regrets. I, I want to keep learning and growing. So what were the skills that you had to pick up in order to do this particular job? Project manager, speech and audio at TikTok. Well, a lot. I have to start learning uh, what it is about technical program management, which is totally new to me. And then I also have the chance to host webinars every two weeks. So it's something that I've never done before. Well, here's the thing. A lot of people who are trying to make career switches tell me that while they are willing and they want to, they'll apply for jobs, they'll pick up the skills. Companies usually aren't very willing to give them a chance because they'll say you don't have any experience in this field. So what was your journey like? Did you have problems as you went around looking for a job in a new field? I guess I was fortunate and I I am with a team who actually welcome the different background and perspectives that I bring to the table. Okay, tell me more about that. What sort of different perspectives did you bring to the table that they value? So I guess over the years uh, when I was at the APAC Secretariat, I managed to develop a, a skill to, to actually be clear in my communication since I, I was working in a multicultural uh setting. So, so that sort of uh, reached me to, to where I am today. So what's your advice for those who are interested in pursuing their own career in tech with no career background in technology whatsoever? I would say to keep an open mind and never stop learning. Mm, that sounds like a whole bunch of cliches. I'm sure there were some challenges that you faced as well that you could also use to give people some advice. It can't have been smooth sailing, right, Daphne? Yeah, definitely. There are many challenges along the way. So I'm grateful for the opportunity to actually learn from my mistakes. And I'm also grateful for the team that that gives me the autonomy to focus on delivering the output. Okay, so no difficulties that you want to tell us about? 
definitely a lot of difficulties in terms of not knowing what to do when I'm when I'm new to the topic, like the technical program management. But uh, I'm glad that the team is helping me to learn, helping and giving me the chance to to learn with them. Let's talk to Shui Jun now. Shui Jun is data warehouse lead for TikTok Creator Marketplace. So. It's not exactly a little-known secret that the tech industry offers some opportunities at this point, and you've chosen to pursue the so-called invisible big data job. It's called data warehousing. Uh, big data, undoubtedly, is the new hot job, isn't it? Tell us more about the role, what it involves, and how it might be in demand more than ever. What does it really entail to get it? Uh, thank you, Bharati. I think looking into the history of mankind, actually, um, the usage of data for business isn't exactly new. But in the past, probably it is more predominantly seen in major number crunching fun- functions like accounting and finance. But I think with recent advances in technology and also the increased digitalization of the world, the expansion of this recorded data just increases exponentially. And this is something that has been creating competitive advantages for the big tech companies. And with further advancement of technology that allows it to be more cheaply analyzed by the rest of the other non-tech companies, I guess it makes it harder and harder for companies not to use data as their competitive advantage. So I would say because of this pressure from the market itself, a lot of companies will be looking out for the tech talents as well, especially the data-related people where, where we come in to do all this analysis. So I, I believe that the demand for the data and tech talent will just grow and grow uh, mm. with time to come. Yes. Okay, you're saying this in spite of the fact that recently we have seen some top tech companies laying off staff. I mean, over 180 big tech companies and tech startups have slashed more than 36,000 staff from their teams during the downturn. And just this week, e-commerce giant Shopee cut even more jobs. So how come you're so optimistic in spite of all of this happening around you? I guess for different countries, uh, the impact might be a little bit different. But I believe in Singapore. I, I think top tech companies have been sort of monopolizing all the very exceptional tech talent for a very long while now. And a lot of other companies are unable to get access to all these tech talents for this period of time. But with this change, actually, it sort of, I believe it is not a totally bad thing in a, in a sense that it allows the other companies to get a fair share of the tech talent. I believe that in quite a lot of organizations in Singapore itself, there is still a, a lack of tech talent. And even from the government sector as well as the, the private sector, the demand is still very high. So I'm not really sure exactly how, how the situation is like right now for the rest of the people but at least for me i still receive linkedin oh, that's messages good. For, wow. for, for so, so, so it's like i don't think it's that bleak at uh, least in singapore you yeah. just sent a very powerful message to your current boss <laughs> Shuetun. so Shuetun is in demand he's getting proposals from other employers every other day are you taking those meetings Shuetun? I, I believe that <laughs> by done this 
Actually, I am very grateful for ByteDance for giving me this opportunity because like I, I, I probably tell a lot of people that while I have some warehousing background during my earlier career, I do not really have the exposure to big data. And I'm really grateful that ByteDance gave me the opportunity and uh, took a chance on me and really grew me to do well in the big data space. So, yeah, that's the yeah. thing, Shojun. I understand that you actually studied accountancy in university and now you've told us you had no prior experience at all. So convincing a company to take a chance on you, what does that really take? Because like I mentioned earlier when I was speaking with Daphne, a lot of people tell me that when they're trying to make that switch, even though they're willing to learn and they do all the necessary upskilling beforehand, it's very hard to get employers to take a chance on them. Mm, I think it's all about developing transferable skills. So for me, I'm actually a tech geek at heart. But when I studied for my bachelor's, I I took on accountancy to improve my soft skills. So after graduation, uh, when I started working, I wanted to find a job that uh, incorporates both the tech skills as well as the business knowledge. So I started my first job as an IT auditor. It wasn't really easy to find a job at the entry level that incorporates both skill sets. So in the meantime, I discovered the field of data analytics and to actually move into the field of data analytics, I was lucky that I had a friend from junior college and she is a, a recruiter for the data space. And then I went to approach her and she suggested uh, this fintech company called the Funding Societies. This is uh, one of the uh, more prominent fintech companies within the Southeast Asia region. And back then, they were, they were still quite small. That was a good opportunity for both uh, fine societies as well as for me. I took a pay cut to join them, but I would say that was the place where I really started to learn data analytics, data warehousing, and that got me to where I am today. Mm, Sounds like you did the necessary work in order to get noticed by the right employer. But what role would you say employers play in all of this in terms of being more open to hiring unconventional talent? You know, not just look at the CV and say, oh, only if you have 20 years experience in this arena will we hire you? Yeah, I guess employers are starting to get more aware that diversity is actually a very important uh, factor of getting the team uh, perform at their very best. Because if we have too many homogeneous uh, people within the team, it will just breed uh, groupthink. So I guess a, a lot of companies, they are starting to move towards uh, hiring people from different backgrounds. Previously, I was also from, from GovTech, and for some of the data engineers there, they, they weren't from uh, technical backgrounds. They, they, they were from like physics or other, other fields of studies. So it is really, I think what they look at is really the willingness to learn and the willingness to really uh, get, get our hands dirty to, uh, to try out new technologies and, and to build the skill set from there. And when we come from a different background, we actually bring in different perspectives to the team. Thanks very much for that, Shui Really appreciate it. We've been speaking with Daphne Chu, Project Manager, Speech and Audio at TikTok, and Tio Shui Data Warehouse Lead, also at TikTok, specifically for the TikTok Creator Marketplace, talking to us all about their career transitions. Thanks for joining us on Prime Time. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.